Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's V-Week on ESPN as we continue Jim Balvano's fight against cancer. It's tough to win in this league when you're playing a good team and your quarterback plays like... And for the second time today, the Jets have picked off Josh Allen. You know, I know a lot of people are going to be surprised. The Jets have done the unimaginable. I don't think there's a person surprised in the locker room. A double-digit underdog at home to the mighty Buffalo Bills, and the Jets win. So that's the last time they played in Week 9 as we get ready hyped. for this Jets-Bills this hey, week. Riddle. Yeah, you're hyped about the Jets. You I, said I, if they I, get I a quarterback. Hyped. All right, so that's that. But first, Marcus Spears, Dan Orlovsky, Adam Schefter. We start with breaking news out of Buffalo. Adam, what more can you tell us? Laura, Sean McDermott, the Bills head coach, said today that Von Miller is out for the season after undergoing knee surgery yesterday, during which time doctors discovered that his ACL needed to be repaired. He's had that ACL fixed in the past, and so now the Bills will be without the man that they thought could be a difference maker for them the same way he was a difference maker last season for the Los Angeles Rams when they went on to win the Super Bowl. This defense does have outstanding talent, some great pass rushers, but Von Miller was a difference maker. And now the Buffalo Bills are going to have to make do without their difference maker, who's out for this year, who is expected to return next year, but now is recovering from an ACL that doctors didn't realize he had until he had the surgery yesterday. Oh, it's just awful news. And that sound you heard was Marcus Spears smacking the table in frustration. Miller leads the Bills with 38 QB pressures this season, which ranks top 10 in the NFL. It'll take a collective effort for the Bills to replace Miller. He has 21 more pressures than any other Bills player. Some encouraging news, though, for Buffalo is that Greg Rousseau had a career-high five pressures in last week's win over the Patriots. He's not Von Miller, but, hey, he's still on that list, and he's second on that list for the Bills. Here's Jordan Poirier and Josh Allen on the Miller News. We got the news this morning, and it kind of kind of shocked everybody. You know, it's cliche. You always say it, next man up. But, you know, that's what it has to be. You can't replace a guy like Von Miller, future Hall of Famer, um, and, and just a great, great teammate. Make no mistake about it, we're going to miss him. He's, he's definitely a difference maker on the field, but the only way is forward. And, um, you know, guys got to step up and uh, collectively we got to come together and diminish his uh, absence as, as much as possible. They're right. I mean, you say next man up for some players, and that's the cliche. There's not a next man who mm. can even be anywhere close to what Von Miller does. So, Dan, along those lines, how do you see the Bills trying to overcome losing a player like Von Miller? Get Tredavious White to be all pro again. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've said that. Like, this is – if Tredavious White, who has just been back for two games now, and I believe last week played the majority of the snaps, if he can come back to being his true form – this is a loss. I don't want to minimize this loss, but this is also a team that was 13 seconds away from the, the AFC championship game last year, and they added pieces other than Vaughn. This is a big loss for Buffalo. Candidly, it's a big loss for the NFL. It's a big loss for yeah. fans because he's yeah. one of the best players 
and or entertainers, performers, people that the league has. But the rallying cry has to be, we're getting an all-pro cornerback at his top form. Ed Oliver's playing good. Greg Rousseau's playing good. Jordan Phillips is playing good. So everybody's going to have to play better in Buffalo for them to somewhat try to minimize this impact. Brandon Bean, their general manager, said, we went and got Vaughn Miller for one person, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Yeah. That guy's still out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Do I think this defense is incapable of getting him on the ground? No. It's just going to happen from somebody that we don't expect or maybe hasn't done it before. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I want everybody to keep this in context, okay? This could cost them a Super Bowl. Ooh. That's how, that's no, how that's major not. I think it is because I got a question for you, Dio. When we watched the Los Angeles Rams play the San Francisco 49ers, what won that game? A pressure from Aaron Donald. Correct. In the, when in the we playoffs watched, last year. In the playoffs. Yes. When we watched the Super Bowl. Right. Why didn't Joe Burrow hit Jamar Chase wide It's not about Von Miller being available for 35 plays, right. 40 plays. It's crucial. It's ones. about the critical plays. Yeah. And that is why Brandon Bean went out and got it. Right. It wasn't about, like, yeah, we lauded, it. We love the production and the pressures from Von Miller, who, by the way, doesn't get enough credit for how well he plays in the run game either. But he went out to get, and, and I said closer, because that is exactly those moments. Yeah. When, you in, when, you're in, when you're playing basketball, the ball, regardless of if Steph has went 0 for 14, the he last should. shot going to be taken by Steph Curry. Sure. Mm. When, you, when LeBron hasn't played well, he's going to have the ball in his hands at the right. end of the game. Right. This is what Von Miller was going to be for the Buffalo sure. Bills yeah. in those high leverage moments. The reason why we laud and we talk about Von Miller, obviously because he gets after quarterbacks, but we talk about him because of his impact in a Super Bowl. Sure. Mm. We talk about him because of the critical sacks and the big plays that he made in order to continue. And he's been there. And he's been there. Leadership. Even last year with the Los Angeles Rams, for as great as Aaron Donald was. He pulled it out of him. When, when they signed Von Miller, we said it's not even going to be close well, and you with know, what this team is doing. When we met with the Bills earlier this season for that Bills-Titans game yeah. week two, how many Bills players said to us, we learned about what it might take to win a championship yeah. from Von Miller? He would have been the first player to play and win three yeah. Super Bowls if they were able to do it. I'm curious, and I realize this may be hard to answer right now, does this put more pressure on the offense and Josh Allen to think in those huge games, I don't have a player on the defensive side that I know for sure is proven to make those huge plays? 
Uh, I don't think it puts more pressure on them because I believe that they're a pressure-packed unit already. I think it re re refines everybody's focus a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah. There's a there's a reality that you can I don't want to say let off the gas pedal, but we've got Vaughn. Like, we'll right. be okay. We we'll, we'll, as long as we go into the fourth quarter and I'll play that's with not the well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so yeah. it might it'll force you to be a little bit more on your screws yeah. and, and maybe not as reliant on that closing. I want to ask you a question. Um, the reason I say Tredavious White is this. They're timely pressures. Maybe they happen a little bit more, but if you can have a guy that can play lockdown Absolute. coverage. If there was one guy on this defensive line, I'm not saying they're Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. But if there was one guy that you're like, if he goes to the next level. Gregory Russo. He, it, it, that's the one. That's the one. And we saw some of it in, in New England. Because I think right. it's easy we for everyone to say, like, yeah. well, everybody's got to play better by committee. Absolutely. Dude, Absolutely. they ain't winning a Super Bowl. Cincinnati's got Trey Hendrickson. We take we, him to the bank. We've seen individual performances right. have to come to the forefront in Super Bowls recently. What right. may be offensive defense. And when you get to the playoffs, you know at times in these games, it's going to be players over yeah. plays. It don't matter. Mm -hmm. You could dial up the perfect thing. You could have a perfect offensive play call. I think like call. the Super Bowl two years ago with Kansas City. With Kansas City. Chris Jones. Yeah. Brother, it, the ball it is. Like, there's going to have to be one guy. And we can make it hard with X's and O's and schemes. And obviously, Leslie Frazier's a great man. Right. And he's going to have these guys prepared to play. But every single football player to a man knows why you name primetime, primetime. Mm -hmm. Or you name Charles Haley, Charles Haley. Or Warren Sapp, Warren Sapp. So it's Greg Russo's Russo. time. Gregory Russo he, has to step up and become – he needs to be the guy. And he's shown he has that potential. We'll see 100%. if he's got it on those I biggest stages. I got full confidence that he can, by well, the way. Well, the Bills host the Jets on Sunday. They're looking to avenge their loss to New York okay. earlier this season that we showed you off the top of the show. Mike White will be under center Speaking this time around instead of Zach Wilson. At last week against the Vikings, White and the Jets offense moved the ball at will, but they weren't able to finish in the red zone, scoring one touchdown on six drives that reached the red area. White went 6 of 17 for 24 yards in the red zone, which included an interception that sealed the win for Minnesota. Dan, the players were wearing shirts with Mike oh, White's I face on them and all that, but what did you see from Mike White on Sunday? Little misses became big mistakes. That didn't show up against Chicago. It's a different defense. It showed up against Minnesota. It'll show up again against yeah. Buffalo. These are easy fixes, though. This is early on in the game. Look at the ball placement. He's got that inside slant. Put it on his face mask. Put it on, but it's just off that back hip, yeah. off that back shoulder. Ball gets popped up in the air. That's actually what led to his first interception. He lucky that that one doesn't get taken away. Staring down. Getting guys stuck on, hey, if you're looking one way, some other guys are coming to the party now, big fella. And Kendricks kind of drifts back vertically. That forces that window to be condensed. So don't getting so consumed or assuming that if I look just one way, and you can see Kendricks right there like, hey, I got him. Hmm. It's coming. Don't think like as long as I look a certain way, everybody's going to do what I expect them to do. This is another perfect example of it. Like, hey, you, you got an opportunity to throw this ball with touch. Instead, you're thinking if that corner falls off, throw that short in. But throw the short in. That corner's making this a difficult throw, but you try to jam it in there. So, like, it's it's the, you know, the little miss. Last week against Chicago, maybe it's a catch. Yeah. Maybe it hits the ground. This week, it's a pick. Um, you know, the, the uh, well, I moved the guy in Chicago last week. I'm just going to assume that that hmm. Minnesota's different. Buffalo's different. And then the, the, the discipline to this is the play. You know, I say that about Joe all the time. That corner falls off, throw the short end. Yeah. I don't care what he did last play, and I don't care what he did a week ago. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's going to be really important for him to grow because Buffalo is going to do 
as disciplined a job as Minnesota's got the capability of doing it. And also understand then like the continuation of your look. You know, I tell you this all the time. When the second string quarterback comes in as a defensive guy, you don't know anticipation. Yeah. You don't know how this guy thinks about certain plays or if you have him or if not, right? Or what he believes about what you're showing him picture-wise. We tried to fool Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and couldn't. What you think we're going to do to guys like this? Right. <laughs> so for, for this week in particular, for me, though, on the other side of the ball for New York where they actually won this game, this defensive front. And this defensive front seven, to me, is as good as they get sure. in the NFL. When you talk about individual pressure, Josh Allen had to go to his legs because they didn't give up much right. downfield. Stephon Diggs didn't have that huge catch. He had 98 total yards, but one reception was 42, and that was it. Right. So I, I think when you look at the Jets, and I, this is why Robert Salah earlier this season said, this is not the same old Jets that you guys have grown accustomed to. And I've said it to us on this show. They do not care who you are. No. Like, they are going to yeah. physically no, try to beat you at the line of scrimmage. Well, and that's why Robert Sala had to make the change at quarterback because, frankly, he felt like the quarterback wouldn't respect the defense. Yeah. It all kind of goes back to the defense here. All right, Adam Schefter <laughs> broke the news yesterday during our show that Baker Mayfield was being claimed by the Los Angeles Rams. Now, of course, Matthew Stafford's out. Backup quarterback John Wolford questionable with a neck injury. So, enter Mayfield. He had a lackluster showing this season in Carolina, but could play tomorrow. Here's Sean McVay. I would lean towards that he'll be active. Now, whether or not that means that he would play or he would be available in an emergency setting is something that we're going to continue to work through. I mean, it would be unprecedented uh, from my experiences because of everything that a quarterback's asked to do to bring him in in such a short period of time and have him go out there. But I do think that he'd be capable of it if we asked. But um, you know, we'll uh, we'll take that really, you know, one day at a time until tomorrow. OK, so we'll get to the piece about how difficult it would be for Baker yeah. to play. But Adam, what more can you tell us on Baker Mayfield's status for tomorrow? Listen, they brought him out there and claimed him on waivers with the idea that he could be needed on Thursday night. John Wolford is listed as questionable due to a neck injury. We know Matthew Stafford is on IR and not going to play again this season. It leaves them right now really with Bryce Perkins being the only healthy quarterback. And so that is the reason that yesterday when Baker Mayfield was at the airport in Charlotte taking a flight that left just before 5 o'clock p.m., the Rams sent him the offense and he <laughs> downloaded it onto his iPad so that he could study it on the cross-country flight so he could prep and be as ready as possible for Thursday night's game against the Raiders. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to play, but I think if the Rams were not on a short week, Baker Mayfield would be starting on Sunday. The fact that they're on a short week makes it more challenging. You could see how concerned Sean McVay is about subjecting him to that, wow. but they're not ruling it out right now. It's wild. Uh, you know what? I hope Baker had like a privacy screen on the iPad there because you'd hate for him to be sharing the entire playbook with the plane. Oh. Anyway, um, I'd be looking. I'd be like, what is that? Dan, how difficult, let's say it does happen. It feels a little bit unlikely, but how difficult would it be for Baker to start tomorrow just two days after being claimed by the Rams? Unique situation because Baker learned under Kevin Stefanski a little bit and Sean McVay and him come from the same tree, the Shanahan Garrett Kubiak tree. So really the question is how much has Sean kept verbiage wise or language wise in their offense? That is from the stuff that Baker had a lot of success in in 2020 running in running in Cleveland. Now Sean's gotten away from that stuff at least like identity wise. He got back to it a little bit last week with with Walford. Um, it, that's going to as long as there's some consistency within language formations protection rules 
play calls and concepts. There's a package that he can run. I think it'd be challenging. Um, but I don't think it's impossible because they come from the same tree. Uh, we'll be all over this tomorrow, by the way, on NFL Live. And Baker Mayfield, by the way, has a QBR of 18 this season on pace to be that's the good. second worst by any QB. I don't think you're, now you're good. gloating no. over there. Uh, you yeah. did pay him 100 bucks at one point. Anyway, you paid me $100. we're just getting started here on NFL Live. The Vikings are now 9-0 and in one-score games. The Lions are favored in this matchup. Here, why Marcus also has a doubt when it comes to Minnesota. Plus, the XFL is back. We have Heinz Ward, Terrell okay. Buckley, Dean Blanchito. In the studio, in the studio, they're joining us to discuss. Dean, you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Football demands that you show up for your city, for yourself, but most of all, for your team. Every single fan, player, and community, all in. The XFL is built on new fields of opportunity with more passion and more possibilities and even more at stake. We welcome anyone with a dream, with the drive to make them real. It's time to rise up. You know what the XFL stands for. Now, which team will you stand behind? Arlington Renegades. D.C. Defenders, Houston Roughnecks, Orlando Guardians, San Antonio Brahmas, Seattle Sea Dragons, St. Louis Battlehawks, Vegas Vipers. Together, we are pushing football forward. Together, we are tomorrow's league. Welcome to the XFL. over there saying yeah. turn up XFL. <laughs> yeah. that's right okay thanks to the vision of chairwoman and owner danny garcia owner dwayne the rock johnson and president russ brandon the xfl is coming back this spring training camp start in just a month in arlington texas it's here joining us now you see him right here we got orlando guardians head coach terrell buckley what do you what do we want to say because i know there's a line that comes because our owner danny garcia is from orlando stand guard <laughs> There we go. We've been waiting for that. All right. San Antonio Brahma's head coach, Heinz Ward. We're so glad to have you here. You get to say something, too, because I let him, so we got to be fair. You'll have to say, uh, 
horns forward. How about oh, oh, man, what is and that? And XFL Vice President of Officiating and Playing Rules Innovation, Dean Blandino. What's I yours, just, Dean? I have the hardest job in the XFL because I got to keep our former receiver, Heinz Ward, <laughs> yeah. away from our former defensive yeah. back. Uh -oh. He holds all the time. So that, the they're already arguing holding. about offensive pass interference, defensive he pass interference. He can't blindside us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We need to get these two facing off and see who would win a little one-on-one -on -one action. <laughs> well, we will right. do it on the golf course. Okay, well, that's even better. Yeah. So, Terrell, we'll start with you. This is your first head coaching opportunity. Yes. How exciting has this been for you to get to lead these men? Uh, this is very exciting. This opportunity, uh, this is what the league is about. Is giving guys like myself the opportunity, you know, spending the last 15 years in college football. Yeah. Uh, you do all the work, uh, like Parcel said before, you go out and shop for the grocery. You come back in, you want to cook it. And <laughs> I couldn't cook it in, in, uh, in, in college ball, along with a lot of the great assistants. This league with uh, Danny, the chairwoman, whose actual name is on the ball, with Dwayne, and, and Redbird Capital backing us. This is an awesome league, awesome opportunity for, for everybody involved. Very well said. And Heinz, you won Super Bowls playing for Bill Cower, Mike Tomlin. <laughs> what have you learned from those coaches that you want to bring to the way that you coach? Of course, you know, uh, having a physical mentality and it's really about accountability. You know, I've been very blessed to play my entire career, 14 years in Pittsburgh and starting from the top, starting with, with the Rooney's. Uh, the way they just go about day-to-day -day business, you know, they, the, it's the culture that you try to create in Pittsburgh, and that's something that I want to take down to San Antonio and build that culture and have that relationship with our fan base as well as our players so together, together collectively we can come together as a unit and go out there and win some games. You know, one of my favorite things about the XFL and the opportunity that this XFL is going to provide is really the platform for players to be noticed and maybe to make a jump to the NFL, yeah. which our show covers every day. What does it mean to you to be able to offer that opportunity to these young men? Uh, the developmental part. A lot of times uh, you say bad coaching here. Or bad. We feel like as former players that have been coaching that we're going to give them opportunity to improve their skills, to improve uh, not just on the field, but off the field. Also, give them a little bit more. Well, you know, with all the experience, we can add a little bit more uh, dimension to what they're doing. And a lot of guys, I think, they just, they don't know how to be a pro. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's probably the reason why they haven't made it to the next level. So being able to understand what it takes, what a day-to-day -day regiment goes into, you know, you have to, uh, be a professional. You have to uh, go to practice with a purpose of getting better. It's not just practice. It's your job. So you work on your job. So on the weekends, game days, it's a, lo a lot easier. Talking about practice. Yeah. I couldn't resist. <laughs> Sorry. It, Dean, the XFL has been known for its creative rules innovation, right? And this is what fans get really excited about. What should they expect with the return of this league now? Yeah, we're, we're excited. Look, XFL kickoff is back, and that was such a big part of what we did in 2020. And the kick return, that's part, whether it's college or the NFL, the kick return is becoming a, a non-play. We don't – NFL's on pace for 35% of their kicks return. That would be a record low. XFL, we return 92% of our kicks, and from our alignment, it was a safer play. We limited some of those high-speed collisions, so we're excited about that. And we're excited about the access that our fans are going to have to our process when it comes to officiating, making replay decisions, listening to the officials talk to these head coaches, mm -hmm. myself talking to the head coaches. We're really excited. We're going to pull that curtain back. And, uh, and you're going to see some things that you don't see 
in in other broadcasts of, of football. Yeah, the audio portion just for fans at home on the Disney family of networks is going to be incredibly enlightening and totally different to your point. What are some new rules that we should be looking out for things that people don't even know about yet? Yeah, so timing wise, we're going to have in the last two minutes, we're going to go to the, the college first down rule so you can stop the clock with the first mm -hmm. down. The other thing is the head coach, and we're excited about this. I know they're already thinking about it. <laughs> they can challenge anything once. Any officiating decision, head coach can challenge once. You got to have a timeout. So if you think it was a false start or if you think it was pass interference, you can challenge it. And if it's there, we'll make the call. So we're excited about that. And the goal is to not let officiating be the story. Let's let the game be the story. Yes. Wow, it, that's, I think that's refreshing for a lot of people to hear yes. too. It's very well said, Dean. All right, so what's next for the XFL for you guys? What are you guys most excited for? And I want both of you to answer the question, Heinz, you first. Well, I'm just excited to have football back in the city of San Antonio. Yeah. I know they've been like dying to have football theirs and, and very passionate fan, fan base. Um, being that it's a big city, it still has a small town vibe to mm. it, you know. So I'm excited to give the city of San Antonio to bring them football and really just to go out, work our tails off during training camp. So during our regular season, we can put a great product on the mm -hmm. field and give our fan base something excited about. Uh, same here, uh, Camping World Stadium. We want to light that up. We want to bring uh, professional football to the city of Orlando, the greater area. They haven't had that. You get all the college bowl games. But to have a smart, fast, and fearless team, that's all. That's what you want. That's yeah. our model. We want to be smart, fast, and fearless, and we're going to uh, provide and bring some exciting football and light that uh, Camping World Stadium up. They do, Heinz. Orlando already leads the league in mottos. Like, <laughs> just, right. So you know. Hey, there's so many of us. Uh, listen, he's trying to sell tickets right hey, now. Hey, he's trying to we sell, sell tickets. We're going to and we're going to light that school board up. It's and great. Go let's go, go Orlando. Oh, let's oh, go. All right, you're missing so, is that little flint thing that you yeah, go around. Exactly. Uh, listen, uh, all the people at home are chanting with you. I'm sure they're Orlando people. You mentioned the ticket sales. I do want to point out one of the big priorities from Chair woman Danny Garcia is affordability for these tickets yes. so it's very family oriented if you want some football you want to go see the games you can do that also we will be providing you a ton of coverage across ESPN ESPN 2 ABC and FX XFL training camps begin in 28 days you guys January 4th the season starts in 73 days we absolutely cannot wait for February 18th thank you all for joining us so much no we cannot wait to see what this XFL brings <laughs> hey still to come on NFL live Geno Smith's been firing on all cylinders for the Seahawks this season Find out what's impressed Dan the most from this quarterback. We'll be right back. Thank you. Now listen to what Jim Valvano said 21 years ago. I now have a responsibility to also not ever give up. I'm not special. I just listened to what the man said. I listened to all that he said, everything that he asked of us. And that's to build the V Foundation. The great Stuart Scott, and it's V Week at ESPN when we partner with the V Foundation to highlight the urgent need for cancer research. This is game-changing research that helps save lives. You can join the fight against cancer by visiting v.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to cancer research. Time now for some of the other top storylines around the league as we bring back in Adam Schefter. Let's start in Buffalo. We're going to start there with Vaughn Miller. Go ahead. 
Happy storm, Buffalo, Laura. But the Bills are not happy with what happened there with Von Miller. Had surgery Tuesday, and while doing surgery on his knee, doctors discovered a torn ACL that they had to repair, which knocks Von Miller out of the season and essentially deprives Buffalo of its best pass rusher. They brought him in to help close the deal, and now they're going to need other players to step up. And we wish Von Miller a speedy recovery. Tua Tungabailoa last week against the 49ers. Hurt his ankle, was limping around, but he is expected to play Sunday night against the Los Angeles Chargers. He is said to be moving well this week. The, the Dolphins are training in California. They stayed out there for the week after losing in San Francisco and playing in LA on Sunday night. And the Jaguars quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, is being called day-to-day -day now with that toe injury, foot injury, that he suffered on Sunday against Detroit. It looked like it could have been worse at the time. He went down, he went to the locker room. It was a scary collision, but fortunately for the Jaguars, it was not serious, and Lawrence is now day-to-day. -day. They're hoping that he'll be out there on Sunday. And Jimmy Garoppolo does not need surgery on his broken foot. And there was some hope that maybe later in the postseason he could be available. Kyle Shanahan said today that that's a remote long shot. They're not counting on that, though it is possible. They don't want to rule it out, but obviously they are going to be counting on the rookie seventh-round draft pick, Mr. Irrelevant himself, who is very relevant in the 49ers season now, Brock Purdy, making his first NFL start Sunday against none other. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. ...than Tom Brady. Moments, a really important Cowboys update is coming your way. But let's talk Vikings first. This team is 10-2, yet it feels like we aren't talking about them regularly as a team that can win the Super Bowl, right, guys? Uh, yet they do keep finding ways to win, including last week against the Jets. Maybe it's more about that, right? The way they win, the complexion of games does matter. And speaking of that, the win over the Jets was the ninth game that was decided by eight or fewer points this season. They've won all of them. Minnesota's streak of nine straight wins in games decided by one score is the longest within a season in NFL history. I mean, the one score game thing, it's like glass half full, glass half empty. You can look at it a couple different ways. Marcus, what have you seen from Minnesota in these one score games? We all know this offense is very explosive. We know Justin Jefferson has been out of his mind good. The problem is, and I think because the national conversation now is when we talk about top teams in the NFC, and obviously Minnesota is one of them, but when we actually break film down, you're, you're, you're searching for the dominant performance right. that they've had. 
And then on the flip side of that, the two team, th there are two other teams in the NFC that we think are very dominant that dominated the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles Good and the point. Dallas Cowboys. Sure. So the, the conversation is not about if the Minnesota Vikings are a good team, if they have a chance to go deep into the playoffs. I think everybody is in agreement that they have the requisite talent. This team has given up so many yards in the past game. And like I said before, the two teams that we foresee them potentially having the face in the um, playoffs have dominated them but already. But just never really like, control the game. No, like. yeah. and, and look, it, it is something to be said because I don't want to take credit away from winning games at the end of the year. Last year, we got on them for losing those games. Sure. They had a lot of close one-score games. But I think ultimately in the, land, the, the league landscape changes every year. And when you get hammered 40-3 to three by the Dallas Cowboys and you 24-7, I believe, to the Philadelphia Eagles, and we know that you have to face those guys again, what's going to change? Right. And yeah. what narrative is going to change about your dominance? Well, here's what's interesting. The Lions this week are they actually favored. We said <laughs> that about the Bills. by two and a half was points. <laughs> Despite the records, okay? So what have the Lions shown you lately, Dan, that's impressed you? Because you've been on them for a little bit here. Yeah, I think before that, I, I honestly believe this. If the Lions win their next two games, Minnesota this week and then the Jets next week they're going to get in Ooh. and nobody wants to play the Lions yep uh, uh, their run game all season long I said this I think week two of the season they're going to run their way to the playoffs but two things that are really starting to show now that Amon Ross healthy St. Brown is a wide receiver that is such a matchup difficulty when it comes to his suddenness and route running and, and that's what Minnesota's going to have to deal with is, do they feel like they have somebody that can cover them one-on-one -on -one with the suddenness at the top of his routes? His ability to separate, his ability in space when you're playing zone to understand where bodies are, where color is. Um, that, that, that guy that you just had such a trusted feel over the middle of the field. And then the Lions have added, okay, so they're really good in the run game. I'm on rock. Their, their screen game has become very dynamic. Now ben that Swift is back too. Man, and Swift, Ben Johnson, their play caller has yeah. got. It's it's almost like you know the, the saying like you're not great at anything. You're you're good at a bunch of things. They're really good at like five or six yeah. things. It's not just one run scheme. It's a multitude. Their play action game. Jared Goff is playing high level football. Minnesota, you're, this, you're not going to steal a close game here. I'll go on record saying this. I think the Lions went out. Honest to God, I do. I think wow. they went out. And I think they get in. I think they're that good of a team. Yeah. I said it as long as they play defense. My only caveat, stop playing so much man. Play a little mm. bit more zone pressure. If they zone pressure Minnesota and don't play a ton of man coverage, I think they win. And they've been in a what? lot of games where they haven't won at the end. Right, or but they've been close. Philly, right. Yeah. What a story that would be, by the way. Let's get to the Seahawks. They beat the Rams Sunday and now looking to continue. What is a season that surprises some, although it doesn't surprise the Seahawks. They thought they'd be really good. They're playing the Panthers this week. Geno Smith has been on fire. Dan was tweeting about it even this past week. Leading the team, everyone expected to have a down year. Here's Pete Carroll today on his quarterback. He's always been really active. He's, he's a tremendous thrower. I mean, he's, his mechanics, the stroke that he has, and the velocity that he has on the ball has always been impressive. And uh, now that he's put together, you know, his, his total command of the thing, he's, that's why he's doing so well. He has shown that he, he can run this offense, and he's in command of it, and he can maximize this, the principles and the concepts, and, and uh, last week was a, was a great example again. Now, Dan, I can't help but think about when we saw the Seahawks preseason mm. and Geno Smith had this huge confidence about him. This team thought they were going to be really good. Yeah. As I mentioned, Lewis Riddick is about the only one who only kind of one. believed him. So shout, shout out to Lewis, out to Lewis <laughs> there. But what has impressed you most about the way that Geno Smith has been playing? See it, trust it, rip it. 
I think as him and Joe Burrow are the best guys right now mm. as far as, hey, this is what my eyes are telling me, and I'm always going to trust it. And that's what is allowing the rhythm of the offense, the timing of the awesome offense, the anticipation of the throws. This is an old-school West Coast concept. It's called deep middle hook. He's going to stare at the tight end. That middle linebacker on the 15-yard line, when he goes to him, you got to make this sort of the deep hook. He's just dropping his hips right now while pressure. Ball comes out. My eyes told me to throw it. I did. Peeks to the bottom of the screen. The slot hook, he doesn't like it. Maybe it's that nickel defender. Comes to the middle cross. He doesn't like it. What do my eyes tell me? Dude, number three's got to be open. Replacing those guys. Rip it. I don't care if the receiver doesn't have a catch yet this game. you got to see it. Trust what your eyes are telling you and fit the ball. This throw is off the charts to DK in the slot. I want everyone to see when this ball's coming out. Ball's coming out of his hands. Now wait to see when DK peeks back. He's not even close to being ready for the football. Now he does. The ball's halfway there already. You want to talk about a guy that has a complete understanding of like, oh, the ball's got to come out right now. And then their offensive line is doing such a phenomenal job of picking up pressures. Teamers deciding, hey, we can't let Geno hang. We got to blitz him. Watch this from this left side. Everybody pass off. Look at the vision of those guys. Watch the back, DJ Dallas. Come trap Floyd. That's big time now. Gino, climb the pocket, two-hand swipe the ball across your chest. Now, Tyler Lockett, this in the box score looks like a 50-yard touchdown bat. Man, that doesn't happen without all those other pieces. Wow. So, that's, there's so many elements to their offense right now. But it's, it's because the quarterback, and it, it's him and Joe Burrow. I honestly believe that. Right now, when it comes to seeing it, I'm trusting what my eyes are telling me, and I'm just going to rip the ball right now. It, it, he's, he's one of the two guys doing it at the best. Yeah. And, and D.O., you're right. Like, we've been talking about Geno. People have laughed when you say he should be in the conversation for MVP. He was, he's playing at a very high level. I'm concerned about what this game looked like, though, in totality what for the mean? Seattle Seahawks. Just playing a close game against a Rams team, sure. obviously, where we know where the Rams are right now. And then, too, like, the division, right? We mm -hmm. know San Francisco in that defense. You're going to have to – there will be a need for Seattle to up the ante a little bit as a whole, right? I'm not talking about the offense. We see Geno having success. We know they have the requisite weapons. I think that's fair. This offensive line is young. But, again, it's almost in the same vein of the Minnesota. Like, we know now we're getting down to that point where you got to play good in three we phases. We think you're good. We think you're good. Are right. you now, great? Are you, are you are playoff you, great? Are you playoff right. good? And do we believe that when you get in those situations beyond Geno and what this offense has done, you have enough you, to sustain you through it? Real quick, the reason I feel like they can is because the way the quarterback has played, not for three games, but well, for the yeah. great majority of the season, the two receivers, the two tackles, and those two rookie corners can go. They can go yeah. now. They can go. They I can think go. they can. Yeah. All right, I want to get to this, guys. New one, NFL Live. Let's go to Adam here. What more can you tell us, Adam, about Tyron Smith in Dallas? Well, he returned to practice starting today, Laura, and that tells you that Tyron Smith is on track to be able to come back to help the Dallas Cowboys in the near future. And so while everybody in Dallas is waiting to see whether or not they're going to sign Odell Beckham Jr., the help might come along the offensive line with Tyron Smith, who had his first practice today since August when he went down with that injury at that point in time. Good news for the Dallas offense, good news for the offensive line, and good news for Dak Prescott. Yeah, and good news for Marcus wow. Spears. I mean, listen, all this talk yes, about Odell too. Beckham Jr. and all that, but, you know, Tyron Smith is practicing. Get your earpiece in. Actually, you don't even don't need be it mad for this because I'm right here. You got that smile on. How big is this, especially considering Smith might have fresh legs? Well, the great Ryan, our researcher, sent me something, and I got to share it with you guys as I go into my <laughs> phone. Listen, this is what this is the impact of Tyron Smith. 
Cowboys ranked last in the NFL in pass block win rate. Ooh. All right. Four, they've given up the fourth highest QB pressure percentage. Now, it's something that doesn't stand out because they've been winning. Right. right? But these are the type of things that matter when you get to crunch time, mm -hmm. when you are gearing up to play the Philadelphia Eagles on Christmas Eve. We're like we're at that point in the season now. This is week 13. We're at that point where these these type of things, these little hidden statistics that we put on here and our, our, our viewers see, and they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool that they were able to come up with that. This is when it really starts to show. Yeah. So getting Tyron back, not only, first of all, let me give Tyler Smith a shout-out. Mm -hmm. right, you had a rookie come in and have to start at left tackle on a team that was expected to have a tremendous amount of success. He's done a really good job. I left them for dead. When they lost Tyron and Dak, oh, I was like, it, it is no done. way team yeah. this team can sustain. And I told you before the season, Tyron Smith was the second most important player on this team. And yep. it, it, exactly. And so for them to sustain that with his return, this is a boost. This is not only a boost in how good you can actually mm -hmm. be, it's a boost in the morale because now you got your vet back on the offensive line. It's about to get serious, and it's a great time to have him back. Ooh. Candidly, if he's able to play anywhere remotely close to the way he has played for the majority of his career, this is Super Bowl-changing aspiration yeah. for the Cowboys. I agree. Because they have one weakness on offense, one, that they don't have a pass protection reliability. This would You're taking a guy at left tackle who's been a pretty good guard a darn good player. Now he gets to go inside and play so his natural position. Not only is one position better because Tyron's better. Yep. Another position is better. So 40% of your offensive line is better. I, I would sit, sit there and say where the San Francisco 49ers lost a quarterback and they would get a Hall of Famer at left tackle. That that's Super Bowl changing trajectory. That's a, that would be a massive deal if he's healthy. Look at them Cowboys. All right, that's guys, big, I hear you. OK, up next, Everybody we had to the down. trenches. It's, we're talking that's old big, linemen. Man. Let's talk a little old line versus D line. Dan and Marcus going to talk about the best battles in week 14. Stay tuned. One of my favorite segments all week long, boys, getting the big, the big fellas. You know what I do. Big. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go to the big boys. The offensive lineman versus the defensive lineman, 700 pounds. The five most important <laughs> matches of this weekend. We're going to start number five. Laramie Tunsil versus... The best defensive player in football, Michael yeah, Parsons. Yeah, Michael Parsons is going to have an athletic tackle standing in front of him. You want to impact this game, not let Houston hang around a long time. He'll have his opportunities to rush. All right, Brendan Scherf versus yeah. Jeffrey Simmons. This Titans run defense is spectacular. Absolutely love the physicality. We know that the Jacksonville Jaguars put a premium on protection with uh, Trevor Lawrence back there, but the run game is what they want to establish as well. And the Cincinnati's defense gives up 3.7 yards per carry. That's second best in the NFL reader versus Wyatt Teller from Cleveland. I'm so happy this that this is not about pass rush. This is about getting Nick Chubb on the ground. And if you want to see one of the best run game performances of the entire season, I love watch DJ Reader a couple weeks ago. Rookie welcome. Charles Cross, the rookie versus yeah. Brian Burns from Carolina. Long, athletic, fast, off of the ball. I think Brian Burns is one of the most difficult blocks 
in the NFL coming off the edge when he knows that it's a passing down. Quick first step. The rookie has been playing well. They sustained. This will be probably his biggest challenge so far. Hey, Sewell, I, I said some stuff about your team, okay? <laughs> if you don't play well, you can't win. Benny Sewell versus yeah. Neil Hunter from Minnesota. Now, obviously, we know that Minnesota gives up a lot of yards on the back end. Right. So the premium for Penday this week will be making sure he keeps Daniel Hunter off Jared Goff. Man. And more importantly, his physical nature in playing and run blocking. Daniel Hunter is not his strong suit, long arms, but he can defend the run. Yeah, he the got pass is at a premium. Hunter's though. got long arms. I'm like this tie. It <laughs> <laughs> ah! is short. He got that baby. Hey, tie. make that thing even shorter. Why not? Uh, oh <laughs> man. Uh, Folded in half. Okay. Up next. <laughs> Get him either. Yeah, that was so good. good. The Chargers good. offense has been anything but high powered recently. Dan's going to tell you how the lack of efficiency comes from a lack of creativity. That tie is tiny. Hold on, Boogie. NFL Live trying not to laugh after that short tie. All right, Justin Herbert. bring it up again? <laughs> I couldn't help it. Got, Justin Herbert was sacked five times in a loss, tying a career high last week. He's been sacked 16 times over the last four weeks. That's the most in the NFL. Of course, that five times happened against the Raiders, losing to them during the stretch. Herbert has been pressured on nearly half of his dropbacks. He's been hit 10 times per game while in the pocket. We saw the Chargers lose a lead again, yeah. losing to the Raiders this past week. What can they do to get this offense moving in the right direction? Justin Herbert is still one of the most talented young quarterbacks in the game. Go all the way across America and start calling plays like the Giants do. Oh. So here's the thing that I've said this about like, the Giants, right? Like, <laughs> no, so the Giants call plays with the theory of we're not great on the offensive line with pass protection, so let's not drop back a ton. Let's move our quarterback a ton. Our receivers aren't great, and, you know, Chargers are talented, but guys have been in and out. So, like, let's move the pocket a ton. They're not. So this is what I'm talking about. Like, they can't protect Justin Herbert right now. Mm. Their left tackle and right tackle are both out, and they think that they can I want them to start thinking of, well, we can't call these plays, guys. We can't just play drop back football because we cannot protect the quarterback. And they've got to, like, transition to that mindset of, well, what can they do to help protection? Chip, 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 double team. Keep guys in a little bit longer. Don't throw, go with the straight drop back world. I also would do this. What do we talk about with the Giants a ton? How much they move oh. Daniel Jones? You know, this is not good protection. Herbert's athletic enough to get away from stuff. So it, it's not like saying guys are like capable. I, I guess it, it, you're not trying to knock their ability. You're just saying this is the reality. I want more of this. Let's move the pocket and maybe it minimizes some of your pass game. But I think it also allows the quarterback to play a little bit more aggressive. Hmm. It, I've been asking you for two years. Yeah. What is Joe Lombardi pass, doing? Bro, man. I, yeah, I, I want to put this in context we, for everybody. He's really been frustrated. Chandler Jones came into this game with one and a half sacks in nine games. How many have now? Three in this Goodness. game. Right. And this man continued to keep Justin Herbert in the middle of that pocket for the duration of the game. Move him more. He's a I, big athlete, too. I have said time and time again, and I've asked you this question. You can vouch for this. Hmm. What is he doing with Justin Herbert? Lombard, Joe Lombard, you're limiting the ability of your quarterback. And I don't know if anybody in uh, L.A. is paying attention to what they actually have at the quarterback position, but your job you should Josh be Allen. in jeopardy. 
for what you're Ooh. doing to Justin Herbert and how vanilla this offense is. I can't rush a, a down in the NFL, and I would love to play that offense. Yes. Yeah. Quarterback's in the same spot all the time. Dude, it's ridiculous, it's not only dude. Just for Justin. It's for everybody. Stop calling plays like everybody's there and adjust. Ridiculous. I love what you pointed out. I love what you pointed out. We'll see what we can do tomorrow on NFL Live. We'll be back same time, same place tomorrow. I would not have this town. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply.